Do you like listening to Tights and Fights? Is, are we, sorry, I just didn't realise Stephen asked if we were recording this. So yeah. was like, I, do you? Do you? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> He's gonna keep Don't hurt me. Of, <laughs> He's going to keep all of that in. Uh, do you like listening to Tights and Fights? Well, if you do, you could run over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave us a five-star review. won't cost you anything. It's going to take two seconds, and it would really help out the pod. You could leave a review just like our good friend Beanish, who says the pod is so good, and he doesn't even like wrestling. What? So head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us all those five stars. Tights and Fights Podcast. It's the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Daniel. And this guy, Mike Eagle, is there as well. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Out of nowhere like a truck. This is the podcast that says fuck. It's podcast day. Wow. It's podcast day. Oh, did I get the vibrato? A little. That was good. That was good. Beautiful. You sorry. went for it. You Thank you. I get points. I Michael Eagle has given me a solid E for effort. That's right. <laughs> and that's, and that's all I need. Everything. <laughs> Everybody in this booth looking like a snack. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses yeah, yeah. wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. With the beer. On my mind! I'm Danielle Radford. I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Prince Pretty Diddies, Mike Eagle. Whoa, that one. That Diddies! One. Prince Aww. Pretty Diddies? Yeah. Aw. Straight in the heart. Straight in the feels. You know what? It's Christmas, so Julian's being real nice. I feel like that word has a twinkle in it. It did have a twinkle in it. And the Celtic warrior, Lindsay Kelk. I see what you've done there, and I approve. Oh, so good. Let's just get into it. It really says a lot that the week SmackDown has a pay-per-view. They're probably the third or fourth biggest thing happening this week. So, Clash of Champions, we'll get there, Um, but we're going to start out with this special announcement from Stephanie McMahon that closed out this week's Raw. What do you say, ladies? You make history once again. Then on January 28th, the road to WrestleMania kicks off in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and we will have, for the very first time, an all-women's Royal Rumble match. So obviously, that's been rumored for a minute. I, I think we've talked about this a couple mm-hmm. of times on the pod. But this is our official confirmation. So it's the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. What are y'all thinking? I'm excited. I'm really excited. I also would like for Christmas the McMahon growl at the end of the sentence. Royal Rumble! And I want that. It has like Does authority. Shane have it? I feel like yeah. Stephanie oh, has it more than... Has it. She's got it more than Shane. He started doing sure. it though like, and I noticed somebody mentioned it to him the other day. I think it was Kevin mentioned it or something like, oh, I meant, I noticed you had that like Mr. McMahon growl at the end of your words and I was like, thank you! <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute, you guys. But no, I'm giddy. I want to see it. I'm excited to see it. Oh, yeah, I'm hella excited. I feel like they have learned their lessons from the Money in the Bank Ooh. thing. So I feel like it's going to be, look. Optimism. Just, yeah, I, that's, who, that's who I am. I am the daughter of hope. Sweet. I just come in here and I'm hopeful. What do you think, Mike? I am excited, but the, it's funny that you mentioned the Money in the Bank. That's the very first thing I thought of. I thought of Money in the Bank, and the second thing I thought of was 
Hell in a Cell. And um, I do like that they're doing all these things uh, for the women's division, but I am hoping that it's not a thing where they're just doing it just to do it. Then they haven't planned this out. Oh, that's totally what's you know, happening. Until WrestleMania. Like, I mean, but, um, but you know, we're women, so uh, yeah. fucking give me the breadcrumbs. <laughs> like that's that. all we get. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Chomping on breadcrumbs. Ooh, what is that? Wonder? Oh, that tastes amazing. Well, I hope you never get tired of that, I guess. I don't know. Um, not in our lifetime. No, no. <laughs> maybe, so. maybe our grandkids' lifetime. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, uh, can we get more than Wonder Bread? But right now, yeah. I'm just happy that you guys think we're people. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can get 83 cents on the dollar worth of breadcrumbs and we will be pleased with it. Uh, so I think it's 75 cents for me. Oh, yeah. You can, and I think you are. I think it's like 56 cents for Latinas. I don't know those Jesus. numbers off the top of my head, but it's pretty ooh, not great. So, yeah, nom, 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 give me that Wonder Bread. <laughs> ah. I'm, just, I'm excited that they're not going to be in bras and panties and they're not going to be like going under the bottom rope. Over the top rope, mm-hmm. in your genuine gear. Let's just do this. I want a female Kofi. I want to see who's going to be the person that's like Naomi for oh, sure. It's got to be Naomi, and literally, so literally, no one else could. She's, She's in, at Kofi's house right now, <laughs> saying, like, doing her handstands on the barrier, and right. he's like, "No, like faster, harder." You're not like, wrong. She's the only one with the athleticism and the precision that would be able to do that. You're not wrong. You don't think Sarah Logan's going to do it? You're very sweet in Aww, English. I want it for her. I want that for <laughs> she her. She also I do. likes game meat, and it is tasty. I like Sarah Logan. I'm a fan. I do like Sarah Logan. When she doesn't talk, she's great. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you know what's funny? I like talking Sarah Logan, and I like working Sarah Logan for two com- completely different reasons. I look at them like they're almost two different people. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Nice. So we are closing out 2017. So, of course, we get one final WWE injury to close out the year. Dean Ambrose has a hurt elbow and will require surgery. We don't know how long this puts him out, but how bummed are you guys, particularly you, Lindsay? I well, I, I don't care for Dean Ambrose, as we all know. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm bummed, but I was surprisingly bummed because usually I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's gone away. What a shame. You That's what I that. was interested then in because I like Bugs Bunny bounce off the ropes where <laughs> I literally want to stop him, punch him in the face, and it's say bad. no more. It's bad. It's, it's just so stop. bad. It, it makes me actually crazy. It's real bad. Yeah, everything I've ever wanted from a him versus Kevin Owens like program would be Kevin just doing that move every time he does that move. <laughs> oh, that's like, really like, funny. But then the last time he does it, murder him to death. Like, All of the death. Immediately upon it. But no, I, I was surprisingly bummed because... I felt really bad on behalf of everyone who wants that goddamn S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. And I don't know who they prayed to to get the S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion in the first place or what sacrifices were made, but this is clearly the law of Charmed where it's coming back times three. Uh, All three of them are going to end up getting injured before it can happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, Roman was out and now Dean is out. Seth, wrap yourself in bubble wrap and stay home. Man, (laughs) and we're sitting in an Illuminati triangle right now. You just spoke some shit into being. What do you think, Michael? I mean, they are pre-hexed, clearly, but I just think it's been disappointing in this particular iteration of the Shield. How, and even before the injury, we went from everyone popping for the three of them standing in the aisle together in all black uniforms, and how quickly they stopped doing that and mm-hmm. like started having them come out separately and having Roman come out separately from the ramp and 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 just the just not presenting them together after like that was the thing that us as fans were excited to see. That's, so the, that's yeah. the shield. 
Yeah, but it wasn't even the injuries. No, like, I, I mean, like I guess that, the first yeah. time it was an injury, but even after Roman came back, they never really gave us no, that again. They went right yeah. back to Roman is equal but better. Right. You know, I'm not anti-Roman, but I was upset by the way that he was immediately given the spotlight. Remember when Seth was a main event contender? How about it? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when he carried the company on his shoulders for an entire year? Oh, boy. So, yeah, I, I guess, do you think they're going to keep off all the S.H.I.E.L.D. stories until he comes back? Or It sounds like know. they weren't really, y'all feel like they weren't really doing them to begin with. They were kind of in a holding pattern with Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah. And you felt like they were eventually going to get the tag belts. Now we're not sure if that's going to happen. And if yeah. that doesn't happen, then yeah, it's a big question of what happens with Seth. Do they give him some short-term tag team partner? I hope not, because that would make me die. <laughs> <laughs> Just him and Elias, like all of the memes. Oh, no. Uh, so, so much hair grease. Oh, God, so much hair grease and beards. Speaking of uh, tag teams and injuries, we're going to talk about who's officially back on the main roster. Oh you say? Wait a moment. Wait just no a moment. Hideo and Tommy from NXT in a Okay, so look at that. Hideo officially <laughs> graduated from NXT, headed to 205 Live. We kind of already knew that. Is that a graduation? <laughs> really? I do, I, it's, it's like I'm graduate so school. Because I was so excited to see him and I really like watching him work. And the Finn match was awesome and you could see they were having so much fun and that they were so happy. But it's like, oh, now you have to just like travel around the country and work both nights and... You have to be on 205. If I had to choose between being on 205 and NXT, it would be stay at home in Florida, mm -hmm. travel uh, around and be on 205. Now I think of him as like a TA. He's yeah. like, <laughs> he's not quite graduated, but mm. he's like, he grades the papers. But it was kind of nice, right, that he actually got to get into some business with Finn. So does, do you think that helping the cruiserweights and the 205 guys actually get into it with Raw Dudes, do you think that that helps them? What I came away from that segment thinking most of all is that Finn Balor looks a lot like a cruiserweight. Oh, no. And I'm not, you know, hey, I understand that, uh, you know, they, they set him aside to give him the big push and give him the universal title out of the gate. But I just I just sometimes wonder, like, you know, they like there's certain certainly doesn't seem to be enough of a size differential between him and Hideo Itami for Hideo to be yeah. on 205 Live. <laughs> this is my issue and with Finn to be on right? Raw. Like, I mean, the whole idea that Cruiserweight is a negative, it has negative connotations, and it already does, even with us who loves wrestling. And I, I watch 205, and we all are like, yay, wrestling. But Cruiserweight has negative connotations because they've created that with this show. Like, if I've been talking about this endlessly all week with people, like, how do we fix it? How do we save it? And I just think the only thing they can do is get it out of the 205 ghetto, have 205 wrestle more people who aren't on that exclusive roster. It doesn't make sense. Nothing else on the program is you're just 205 and nothing else. I think it could be helped if the show itself was being booked like NXT is booked or booked like uh, SmackDown was booked after the brand splits, like where the show is actually given attention. People have storylines that go on from week to week and more than just the two people in the main event are given some attention. I think the biggest problem that they've had in 205 Alive, other than like them trying to adjust their all of their styles to WWE style, is that it seemed like once a month they pick a person to kind of put a spotlight on 
they kind of have that person compete for the title, get close, have some good matches, and then after that's over, they have nothing for them. Mm-hmm. And then they just end up putting them in random tag teams. Or, mm-hmm. But while they have those guys who have all these different styles, all wrestling, WWE-style matches, throwaway storylines, there's just no reason to watch it. I've only watched 205 Live maybe like three times. It just doesn't seem to matter in my life if I miss it. But I've been working on it. Moving on to the next thing, for the third time in 2017, The Revival has debuted on Raw. <laughs> the re-re-revival. <laughs> Talk about a remix. How y'all feeling about their comeback? I still don't care. But that's but you know, but you know, I'm I'll put it in a better way. I'm still waiting to care. Okay. Because I do think that I will care. But right now, I don't care. I never cared more than when Drew Gulak tweeted at them saying, keep on fisting, guys. Obviously, their, their motto is no flips, just fists. Yeah. And he was like, you go, guys. Keep on fisting. He's and it made best. me love him and them forever. Okay. Well, yeah, I just... Uh, keep on fisting. When it comes to the revival, I go hard all day, all night. Hello. Um, and real quick, what do y'all think about Dana Brooke joining Titus Brand? I would say for me, Dana Brooke and Lana cosplay is everything I ever needed. I did very much dig the Miss Tess Mocker uh, mm-hmm. outfit. is great, but she got out of it real fast when they stormed the ring later. Boo! Yeah, I'm into it. I've been for anything, Dana Brooke, because I enjoy her work. She's already in Natty's clothes. Just give her a slit up the skirt <laughs> so she can fight up it, and then let her fight in that corporate-looking-ass outfit. Who wouldn't want to see her, like, style in that outfit? Just, like, a big, it. built, like, fitness model in this little outfit. Corporate Dana! Oh, I'm good. so into yeah. it! I'm, I like it. Did this happen like on YouTube or something? When she became like part of Titus Brand? I don't remember. They've being been on teasing TV. it for a while, and okay. the couple hanging out, right? Yeah, okay. and I think a couple of them were on YouTube, but I think a few, uh, like a couple of them, were them being like them talking and teasing that she was going to join. So I don't know if it was like a big, huge moment or if it was cut from the ninety-minute raw. But like, it's been I'm in the works. Into it. it feels like parody of the throwback kind of you know like yes. how you'd always have the hot blonde you know the Trish Stratus or mm-hmm. Stacey Heemler assistant role but obviously it's Dana Brooke so it's not going to be the same way but I'm into it it's good oh man if they could figure out a way to make that suit jacket she just flexes and it just pops off like the Hulk <laughs> yes. that's the wrestling show I want to watch oh. that is the one for dude, me dude if they can have people taking off full ass suits like Cesaro there's no reason why she he can't made pop that himself yeah there's he no did? reason why she yes. can't pop out of a suit. Wow. Dr. Cesaro, Dana. Yeah, and just you, do it for you. Yeah, you walk into that ring, you flex, and the suit just pops Explodes. off. <laughs> Even I'm... if she needs someone to stand backstage with a string to pull it, I can do that. I don't have much going on Monday nights. Oh my God, and then she flips out of it. Oh my God, okay, I need this. So before we go on to SmackDown, is there anything on NXT or New Japan that you've been super into? Something I've been super excited for is I know that the rumor right now is in Ring of Honor that War Machine, which is a really fun tag team, might be coming over to WWE. That's been kind of... I know. I'm interested. I, I'm going to talk about New Japan in a, in a little while. I figured, so I'm yeah. saving it for you. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. NXT is very good. Uh, that's the end. So, um, <laughs> Sold! So going on with SmackDown, we're going to start with Corner. AJ <laughs> successfully defended the WWE Championship against Jinder. So did you guys like this? How good did Styles and AJ look in this match? I actually... Or Styles and AJ. <laughs> Uh, that uh, tells us all we need to know. Hi, he's a beautiful uh, gazelle man, but I thought the gender did well. Yeah, it yeah. was fine. Like, Good match. It was I fine. I didn't hate anything about it. I enjoyed it. I I was tired on Sunday. It wasn't my favorite. <laughs> it wasn't That's my what favorite. I remember. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite, but it didn't like. I think a lot of people got down on that match. Just no. like uh, it wasn't my favorite, but it didn't suck. It didn't suck. It it had all the emotion in it, all the bumping and all the work. 
and all the drama because there was a moment where it looked like gender yeah. might win yes. and I was going to throw my couch. But, <laughs> but it, they were just fighting with me in the right yeah. way. See, that's and that's just fuck with us in the right way, guys. So what do we do? We, it, does it feel like it is going to hold this title until Mania? That's kind of how I'm feeling. I don't feel like at this point we're already we're basically on the road now. So yeah. I don't feel like he's going to lose like it's it. It's going to until... be here in like two seconds. Um, any switcheroos? The weirdest thing is um, after the Clash of Champions ended, I looked on my phone at the SmackDown roster because my boyfriend was like, "Well, who does he fight now?" And I looked on the roster like. I don't know. Hmm. I was like, genuinely, there's like Nakamura and Kevin Owens who are big enough, who are on the whole roster. Right. Like, honestly, <sighs> to come to who else? I mean, Cena's coming back to Raw for one episode for next week. And then we're going to make him work Christmas. <laughs> Someone's in the bad books. We're all make a wish kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not going to hang out with Nikki. I'm going to go hang out with y'all. Um, so over to the Sammy and Kevin show. Who celebrated their win over Randy and Shinsuke on Talking Smack? We knew above all else, Dasha, that we are the absolute two best, not only on SmackDown Live, but in WWE, baby. Yep. Did we know? really upset every time there's a man. I know. In that the ring that knows how valuable we are balls. to this industry, to this company, to WWE. Did we know that Daniel Bryan right. would do the right thing? Yep. 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 I need that shirt. Give me that shirt. He kind of flared there for a little bit, didn't he? Flare? He almost he almost went into some flare delivery in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I need that yep shirt. I need it. I need it to live. Um, so are you guys down for Daniel Bryan using to give them that fast count win? How do you feel about yeah, that? I thought it was, I actually thought that ending was beautiful. The timing of it all, the precision of the roll up and the fast count, and the way they ran out and the way they jumped in. I thought that was just masterclass at the end. The timing of it was just, whoa. Look at what people do when three of them are good at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like the entire closing sequence. I was like, look at what God do. Ain't he great? <laughs> I like the closing sequence of that whole match. I mean, everything from Daniel's half a bump to Shane. Oh, little baby bump. The, the yeah. heat and Shane leaving that hand up. Yeah, Look on his face. They, he like, I was up, like, yes. While he up yeah. there in triangle pose. Just like, <laughs> 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 it was like triangle, triangle. Like, shoulder, shoulder. It's like, you guys, you crazy kids. I can't wait to come to your wedding. You work all this out. But even the way they took Nakamura out, like, it was so smart. They kept him out, kept him clean, kept him safe. Like, oh, this is all done so well. I enjoyed it. I think the real loser of that match was Kevin Dunn trying to keep a camera on a tag team match <laughs> and two referees at the same time was kind of a lot to ask. Especially when one of them ain't got the right shirt, Shane. <laughs> well, Shane never wears the right shirt. I know. Yeah. I feel like he actually went to a Foot Locker and was like, give me one of them shirts and then put my name on it. And they were like, who are you? <laughs> You're not my boss. And he, he's I everyone's like, boss. Right. I'm going to buy all of your shoes. Just put my name on your shirt. <laughs> and then just drop them outside the store. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to wash it because I'm never going to wear it again. <laughs> so are you guys still digging the kind of power struggle-y thing that's happening between Shane and Daniel? Yeah, I mean, I'm digging it now. It's a slow build. I, I'm terrified of where it's going. <laughs> but I'm into it. Like I even this week's SmackDown, the way that it looked. Who didn't think that Shane was just gonna lay him out in the ring at the right. end of that promo? And then when he's like, "I trust your judgment. Good luck with the show." I'm like, "Oh, that's like my mom just came in and told me she's not mad. She's just disappointed." Right? Oh. Like, yeah. Oh. 
she's so mad. I mean, but Daniel Bryan did take half a bump, and they did have a shoving match in a WWE ring, and it's <laughs> not far off to think that they might let that man hurt himself again. Yeah, he's going to sign all of the forms, I think and he, then I, I'm going to have to sit to WrestleMania in New Orleans and do a small cry. Daniel, you have, you have a child. You have a child but now. You have a child. You have multiple properties in Washington State and Arizona. Did and you... That child is his double. I'm sorry, but it's like she genetically I created know. a girl version of him to make him feel even more guilty about going back in the ring. <laughs> Did you hear what he what he said the last time he was asked about that? Because he had previously said that the only thing that might get him to not wrestle is yeah, his child. Yeah, having a child. Have you heard what he has said since? I assume it's... Fuck that child. I want to get your ring. In more words than that. She's new. I've been around forever. I barely know her. But what he he said was that he feels like he actually is a better example to his child if when people tell him he can't do something, if he either listens or if he tries to like... If he finds a way to make it happen, he feels like he's a better role okay, model. Okay, but this for his isn't child. like Rudy at the end when folks was like Rudy, Rudy, or someone who's like the doctors gave me like three months to live and said I wouldn't go walk no more. Now I run marathons. You don't have a brain. Yeah. This is not. That was a stereo sigh. Is how upset we are. I know it. both of us. <laughs> like, no. I mean, he's going to wrestle yeah, whether it's in WWE or New Japan or. I just don't know. Pacific Northwest wrestling. I mean, like he's going to. Dead dead when yeah. he was done. Done, and I get that you didn't get to go on your terms. And the only positive that I can think is maybe he's made a deal to have his one last match. But I don't think he'll ever be happy with one last match. He'll never be satisfied. <sighs> can true. we inject don't have a seizure into someone's brain at will? Can we make that hex happen right now? Yeah, well, yeah. there's the, yo, there's three of us. Call the corners. And yeah. make him wrestle on a helmet or some shit. Give him, uh, give him that old yeah. Farouk helmet or the Hulk Hogan one with the fist on the front of it. Ooh. Ooh, those new football yeah. ones. Yeah. Those new football Could ones. I might have one handy. Sure. Sigh. Okay. <laughs> G- getting away from things that actually terrify me. So, Ziggler actually won a thing. Yeah. <laughs> he, won the, he won the U.S. Championship. Pretty big title. thing, too. I know. That's Pretty amazing. Um, so, what did y'all think? And what do you think is the best guess for what it meant when he left that title with his dramatic ass in the ring? With, with Natty's promo? When he cut Natty's promo from the night before? <laughs> two Dang. nights before? Because SmackDown apparently think we only have goldfish memories where we forget everything that occurred. Or maybe they only think we watch women's wrestling or men's wrestling and that we won't notice that they just recycled it. At least he didn't cry, I guess. Like, yeah. Uh, she, well, she didn't actually cry. No, I, would, I don't know. Natty. Don't prove Lana right. Tote Steve Colback. Anyway. <laughs> what did Lana say? Lana says that Natty can't act or cut a promo and that she should take acting classes. She should take so acting Natty classes. Natty threw her phone I mean... in the ocean and it was like the most exciting thing. And then yeah. Lana threatened to reveal her breasts on television and it was to make them turn off the cameras. It was very exciting. It was pretty. She totally watched Total Divas. Oh, it was I pretty can't. amazing. She threw her phone and she threw her bags, didn't she? Like her clothes and shit. Well, Lana's annoying and full props to Rusev. I, I, I miss WWE people throwing stuff in in rivers. Well, then you gotta watch Toad Steve. That's they what happens. They should bring that back, though. They should just bring that. Like if they, they should just let the women do that. Totally derailed that with Toad Steve's madness. No, you. They thank you. <laughs> Wait, it was very it so interesting. I, I try so hard not to when derail she things. She to drop her dress and was like shouting at the producers, like this is the finest acting. This entire company will ever see. I can digest it this way and like by a conversation from people I'm actually interested in. You know, I just, I can't, I can't watch. I just can't like, ugh, it's just too much because I just, (sighs) 
I got, we got. We'll just send you that clip. They're just being, yeah. We're just being worked all the time anyway by wrestling. I know, but I it's don't like, like that extra level. It's the two different kayfabes. That's yeah, what I like about it. That's too many kayfabes. <laughs> just one is fine. Too many kayfabes. Um, <laughs> I think it says a lot that you guys like were were on talking about Ziggler and then just decided. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He left. Please yeah. don't come back. I don't know. I did like your shirt. Now, see ya. Oh, so let's get to this. We knew this was coming. How much did it hurt your feelings for Brizongo to get so squashed by the 2B Bludgeon Brothers? I mean, we kind of knew it was going to happen. But in yeah. those beautiful new shorts with the the, the handcuffs on the shorts. Yes! I want those tiny shorts with the handcuffs. The, um, those are the Reno 911 shorts. Oh, are they? And I love Breeze's ponytail. Kind of, like, just the same, just like the Daisy Jim Dukes. Dangle shorts. Yeah, the them Jim Dangles. Oh, wait. <laughs> I, I like them. I like them Jim Dangles. <laughs> I was sad. I just, like, they're so, they did such good work and they did so, like, they tried so hard, you guys, I can't make words. And then, like, oh, yeah, now we're going to job you out to these guys. Man, and it was a jobbing. So that yeah. was a job. That was a jobbing. That was a square job. I mean, everybody who's going up against the Bludgeon Brothers are going. going to be yeah. jobbed out And I know right they now. have to, like, work their way up the chain. I get that. But where's Breezango's reward for what they've done all year? Where is the you know, anything. Where is their shot for selling like three t-shirts they've had mm-hmm. already, which I understand is the currency of how we rate people in the WWE. <laughs> like, oh, they have had more than one. Um, new shorts. That was it. Oh, that was what they got. They, they got bought them. them themselves. Oh, they did. Because that's how it works because they're independent contractors. Um, so speaking of tag teams, we've got Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable getting a pretty big win on Tuesday against the Usos. Um, do y'all care? I care more than I expected to care. I... Very much enjoy seeing Chad Gable roll around in suplex, big things, refrigerators, yeah. monster trucks, and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he should just do that all the time, like yeah. backstage. What I just, I love. Maybe you could just yeah. tap Watch. Jason out and be like, "This is this is what we're gonna do." Oh my I'll god, let me do it. Yeah, okay, so true. y'all, it's safe to say y'all are more invested yeah. in them than they were and before. Also, me is too. it me or the Usos get like super ripped? They are getting cut. Did we all notice that? I I didn't. They are in no. shape. I still early. can't tell them apart. I don't even. I, I, the t-shirts yeah. are gone, and the t-shirts are gone for a reason. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think they've been working out with Naomi. Yeah, she's like those boys on a diet. So I think what had happened, if you saw, they did this thing where they were like entrance versus entrance, where the Uso she was married to had to do her entrance in the ring. And he got in that <laughs> ring and almost died and was like, how do you do this? And then wrestle <laughs> like an entire match afterwards. And after that, he was like, we got to get in shape. Us. <laughs> Um, uh, so now that I've body shamed some uh, Samoans, <laughs> if you've got any thoughts on this week in wrestling, please keep the conversation going at facebook.com slash groups slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. When we come back, we'll talk about the best parts of wrestling in 2017. Up next on Tights and Fights. Are stacks of unread books taking over your apartment? Do you constantly miss your train stop because you're caught up in reading? I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We party hard. And by party hard, we mean read books. So join us every Thursday on Reading Glasses, a maximum fun podcast about reading and book culture. Get more out of your reading life. We'll help you conquer your to-be-read pile. Get out of that book slump. And squeeze more reading time into your busy day. Learn Learn how how to read better. better. (laughs) Wow, that was good. (laughs) Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined in the booth by... 
Oh, Mike Eagle, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not usually where I'm at. Yeah. And <laughs> Lindsay Kelly. <laughs> Every week we like to give something from the wrestling world a little extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to run. Whoa! Oh, what happened there? I had to add the, the new wrestling stream to it. Oh, oh you peppered yeah. it, Zooey, with the pepper. I like it. It's a little spice. <laughs> season. All right, so there was a lot of things in wrestling 2017 that were pretty terrible, and we talk about it. But there was also a lot of good stuff in there, so let's talk about what's, what some good stuff is. Kelk, what was one of your highlights of this year? I'm going to go slightly random, and it's a recent thing, but I loved it so much, is uh, Velveteen Dean versus Alice Black. Oh, that's not random. That's I, know, like, I feel like I'm not good. seeing it on lists, which is shocking me, and I'm wondering if it's just because people were so hyped at the time. They're like, Dream is amazing, and Black is amazing, but this is going to be match of the year, and then it just went away. I'm like, but you guys, it was so good. It was so good. It's great. so good I'm using my Muppet voice. <laughs> like, I can't even make words. It was so good. It was fantastic. Like, I the mean, psychology of it, the match itself. You're not saying Velvet- Dreams coming out party. Oh, that sounded weird, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah, no, it was it was a fantastic match, and I'm wondering, like, like you said, you're not seeing it on lists. Like, what lists are you looking at? Who's got the lists? Oh, just the internet. Oh, the internet. Yes, lists. the internet provided me with lists. Okay, all right. I have no further resources like <laughs> right now. Like, don't push me on this, Mike. She ain't paying for Meltzer's preview. She'll see it when it gets leaked. I can dig it. <laughs> Same, Mike. What did we? What did you think? What was one of your highlights of this year? Um, I late in the year as well. I've liked the coronation of AJ Styles quite a bit. That's been yeah. really good. You know, like have, it feels have, like he's finally kind of where he should have been. Yeah, to have one person who we're all excited to see succeed, put in a position of success, and uh, and and seems like maybe they're gonna give him the ball and run with it for a while while he has these amazing matches. In you know, it's probably the late kind of prime of his career. I think like it's it's really good to be able to watch that happened and to see that he's gone through everything he's had to gone go through to get there you know that yeah i completely agree for uh one uh, two things i can't just i'm i'm me um so obviously the hardy's returning at mania was something i popped for real big and it got in that little slump and then jeff got whatever but that was a huge highlight for me and i lost it and they're finally starting to get it back this chess thing they did this week was really yeah. good and that felt more like yeah like the the laughing thing was funny but like that felt like Reby had some say in it mm-hmm. so i liked that um another thing i've been enjoying is just kind of um some of the character work that's been happening this year like the way that braun has really come into being the character of Braun and he he he, he does no kayfabe on yeah. his on his Instagram <laughs> but like he keeps it pretty kayfabe on stuff which mm-hmm. is really funny and um I've I've really enjoyed the way that they've re- they've built this credible new monster what's his real name anybody know adam adam yeah it's like jesus a, he's a good old country boy oh, he is God. a good old he country boy he's got, and lifting weights boy. and shooting guns he's got a country strong tattoo ain't he? yes he does wow. yeah that's very scary he v oh yeah he v country but oh. like i think him and roman are like besties so i don't worry too much okay. about it <laughs> um also he <clears throat> can get it um also really <laughs> Braun Strowman can get oh, it. Yeah. Yes. I'd be slightly afraid to run into him in a parking lot. He's uh, so big. I'd be like, I'd have my keys in my hand. No, I just, but, I if know it that was, about but if it was Braun... I guess so. I feel like he would he would protect me and offer me meat. Um, ooh, he does. also <laughs> hello. Not I just meant like a, like a like a like a steak. Anyway, all Freudian like all the time. <laughs> all Freudian Man, all the already gone there. Ah, uh, he looks like a full ass meal. Um, also I like what they're doing with Naya right now because 
she, I think someone finally realized, oh, Naya's one of the most naturally, like, charming mm-hmm. and spunky mm-hmm. people we have in the roster. So kind of letting her be that person instead of, because with Naya, you have to fight against her voice. You just do. Yeah. And so letting her naturally be that person, which is something that's happened this year, has led to, like, a lot of really, really fantastic Naya moments that have been getting shared everywhere. Like that thing she did with Braun, where, that, which is very recent, where they were talking and she like she's like Bron and like slaps him on the shoulder and he's like don't touch me and she's like you're gonna be my partner it's gonna be great and like walks off and that was like some of the best acting she's ever done because they're just letting her be her which is you know she's spunky but she can still beat the shit out of you yeah. um, I love so- the double drop this week yes it was great that was amazing speaking of doubles I love that uh and this was last week on SmackDown when Naomi came back after her uh, kayfabe injury yeah. and ran down the ramp and double drop kicked them two women in the chest. Right in the I, chest. I must have watched that four yeah. times. <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, man, Naomi. I feel like that was a big story of this year, too, mm-hmm. was like the rising of yeah. Naomi. And again, just it's what happens when I think when WWE, except for obviously Braun, because he's not like walking into the arena with a stake and a gun. But I think that sometimes when you just let people who are talented go, get and you get out of the way and you let yeah. them do the stuff that they do it can come yeah. back big and Naomi I feel like was a huge story was she on the mic this week compared yeah. to how she was in the beginning like that's yes. what happens when you give someone time and you let someone grow and she is a full 180 from where she was in the beginning absolutely um are there any other things that like uh, the new day versus usos which is a huge yeah. highlight of the year Tyler Bate, but we'll be Pete seeing Dunn, that for like for sure. two more years so it's fine yeah, um, yeah Tyler Bate Pete Dunn. Oh, that was amazing. All, all, anytime they want to get in the ring together, I'm, I want to watch that. So. Yes, please. Um, the Shield, we got any love for The Shield reuniting? Uh, I do. I enjoy it. Um, I, I wish they would give it to us more. I wish they would have given it to us more while they could, and I hope that um, by the time Dean comes back yeah. that, we're, that we're still in a position to get that. Because it, it's just it's so good when the majority, you know, of course nobody's 100% over heel or baby face right. when you can have something that most people can get behind I think that's just so good for the rest of the show so the couple weeks where they were together were real great maybe if we all wish really hard together on the count of three we can fix Dean in time for mania Look, uh, but yeah, okay I like that uh, but I wonder if he was fixed if he would even tell anybody Oh, like he might true. just hang out at home and get paid for a while <laughs> just, yeah just get drunk hang out with Renee yeah, yeah. That nice dog like, they, they, got a dog. they have a little dog, yeah, blue. I know too much about these people. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad that it's all there to be known. I just I can't know any of it. I just can't. They have a great dog. Yeah. Um. Oh, New Japan coming yeah. to Long Beach and having their like American title was pretty great. Yeah. Cool. Omega, we haven't even mentioned Omega Okada yet. Yeah. My goodness. And yeah. My goodness. Yeah. What's the point in top ten lists this year? It's like just this. Just watch this one. Shh. <laughs> yeah, just do the thing. It, you know. Yeah. I don't care if you don't like the extra points for the Tokyo Dome. No. Like, just <laughs> watch it because it's good. Yeah. That was amazing. I mean, <sighs> Kenny Omega is just yeah on top of the world right now. He's just an excellent worker. He's just a worker on another level right now, and a and a company that's allowing him to like paint how he wants to paint. It reminds me of like, you know, near the end of Shawn Michaels' career. How, mm-hmm. and I've heard him talk about this like. You know, they had instances during that run with Shawn Michaels where people were, you know, actively being more 
uh, they were being more proactive about agenting matches, but he just never wanted any part of that because he always felt like what went on from bell to bell, that's his territory. Yeah. And nobody should be able to tell him how or what to do. And I feel like Omega's getting that same kind of freedom and ability to express and tell the kind of story he wants to tell. That's what happens when, when people have trust in you and they trust that you can do it right. And it's also what happens when you're not a publicly traded company. Yeah. And, and that would be my biggest concern about him coming over. Like, I, I want him to come over so bad. I do, but I would be so worried about what would happen to him. Because even if they say, you know, you can have whatever you want, when he gets there, he's not going to get whatever he wants because that's not how the game is played. Fashion Files was great. Fashion Files was amazing. Huge, um, huge highlight. Um, Rusev. Hey, you, you, you need, uh, he gets knocked down and he gets up again. I love that guy. <laughs> every time, every time his hit, his heat gets taken from him, he works until he gets it back, and then it gets taken from him again. He's so um, good. He's working so hard. Mm -hmm. I feel horrible that I'm gonna say this because it's it's hurting me inside. But I'm trying to think of highlights from the women. I'm not coming up with so many. Oh, I same. I keep trying to think of I mean, them. I mean, like the Abu Dhabi so... match is amazing. Yes. But that's more like an amazing thing that happened. Cultural. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, like that. And like the fact that, it, result aside, the fact that there was, there were so many yes. um, first times this year. Give me that Wonder Bread. I, mean, I, I think I think Oscar, I think Oscar's a great story. Oscar's I think, a I great think Oscar's story. a story of, of somebody who, um, by all accounts, could be kind of floundering in a way, uh, having the same sort of you know quote unquote limitations mm -hmm. as Shinsuke in terms of being able to connect. But for some reason, that character is really working, mm, and yeah. they seem to be putting the character in a position to continue to work. Oh, you know who else? Like, and again, speaking of characters that have, that have kind of come into their own, Billy and Peyton, man. True, true fact. That's been yeah. something that's been um, that was that's an amazingly sto amazingly well to told story over a long period of time yeah. from two people that folks were like, oh, they're just both like the Aussies or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so They've that's developed been a lot. Uh, Nikki Cross, I've also uh, think yes, Cross. really coming to her own so as well, like with the sanity character and of the sanity uh, faction and how that's uh, yeah, May Young classic, character. May Young classic, May Young classic is a huge thing. thing. Um, me discovering that um, Martinez is the best thing that ever happened to me in the whole world. <laughs> I don't care. Hey guys. <laughs> she was like, her hair smelled good. I don't care. Hello. I don't care. All right now. When I went to that show, her died. <laughs> so um, just to quickly wrap it up, what would be your, your own personal wrestling resolution for next year? For me, um, I'm definitely, as much as I've been watching like New Japan and um and Ring of Honor and stuff. I'm definitely, I think, going to spend a lot more time deep delving and getting into some love with those guys. It's mostly, to uh, to be fair, going to happen when Toadsies and Toads Bells are on the air because I only have so many <laughs> hours. But that's my resolution, Lindsay. Yeah, I. Oh God, what is my my resolution? Might even be to watch less because I feel like <laughs> I watch, like I consume such an enormous quantity yeah, of wrestling. You it's have super, a not you have like a real healthy. job. I do have a real job, but that real job involves me being sat in my butt at home. And you know what's <laughs> at my home? The network. And sometimes I worry that I watch too much and that my brain gets overloaded. And I think I might need to pull back a little mm. 205 Live, you're on the watch list. Oh. So, and yeah, Ooh, like, on I'm the like, bubble. oh, I watch too much wrestling and the one thing I'm considering turning off is an hour of 205 <laughs> <laughs> I need to maybe have more thoughts about myself. <laughs> on the bubble 205Zs, <laughs> what do you think, Eagle? Well, this year, uh, my resolution was to stop reading spoilers, and I did. 
Um, and it actually has changed the product for me some, where I don't get everything ruined for me. Unfortunately, Twitter still uh, spoils mm-hmm. damn near everything. But uh, I went from knowing everything like months out to like kind of having to be surprised on a night yeah. of, and it's, it's and it's been really cool. Um, I feel like that's helped. Uh, going forward, I've had a really good time this year, um, like finding random places uh, in history to start watching like wwf pay-per-views and just like watch like six months in a row from like i've done 96 that six or like 97 yeah. or you know what i mean and and, and I, I think when i do that more it's like then i'm actually watching wrestling that i enjoy rather than like kind of hate watching the stuff that happens uh, uh, when you're caught yeah. into the minutia it's a lot easier to get into it when it's like big picture stuff totally okay well if you guys have got any thoughts on the best of 2017 or hey if you've got any wrestling resolutions please let us know tell them all us about it at facebook.com slash group <coughs> tell us all about them at facebook.com slash groups slash tights fights or at tights fights on twitter when we come back it's time for three things from wrestling that we love up next on tights and fights Hey everyone, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, here to tell you about Story Break, a writer's room podcast where every week we, the Hollywood geniuses behind Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Thrill as we weave the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. We're going to double down on everything that made the prequels great. Jar Jar, (laughs) trade federation, (laughs) politics. (laughs) Gasp as we assemble a pantheon of heroes for the Kellogg Cinematic Universe. We could get rid of Snap, Crackle, Pop. I wouldn't even miss them. You're crazy. They die in the second act. Oh, come on. <laughs> and join us as we make fun of Matt as he struggles to name a single Beyonce song. Well, yeah, put a finger on it. Sure, she wants to be Beyonce. Put a finger on it. Beyonce is the famous song. Will we break the story? Or will the story break us? Find out by joining us in the writer's room every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by Mike Eagle and Lindsay Kelk. Every week, we end the show by sharing some of our joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three and sometimes four count. <laughs> sometimes four. <laughs> Mike, you're up first. What do you want to put over? Oh man, our favorite ragtag tag team of uh, 2017. Uh, the randomly put together but somehow succeeding beyond all measure, Aiden <laughs> English and Rusev, and um, they were so over at you know, when they were cutting their promo at the Clash of Champions mm-hmm. that took place last Sunday. And I thought it was really amazing, and I hope that they continue to be over, and I hope that the you know the writing committee has something for them. God <laughs> damn! A thunderous chant for Rusev Day. And because today is God damn. It's a great day to become the SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. That they're fun. I love them. I love Rusev and Aiden is um is growing in my heart as well. 
and I wish big things for them in 2018. It's weird though, right? It defies all logic. So I'm thinking maybe it's them that cursed the shield. Because mm. <laughs> it's the only payoff I can think that makes sense for this to work Yo, in the way that it's working. Aiden's singing voice is getting better too. You might be onto something. I don't uh, know. <laughs> they get weaker. They get stronger. <laughs> Something's going on, you guys. Kelk, let's hear from you. What do you got this week? I have our good friend, Chris Jericho, at the Wrestle Kingdom uh press conference. Hal's not here. Someone had to put over Jericho. <laughs> I know. I, well, I, I owe him. But uh, I don't. It's a lie. Uh, but I, I was super excited. I love Kenny Omega. Like, I'm a huge Kenny mm. Omega fan. So I was really curious when they announced the Jericho Omega match. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. This is kind of weird. But I, I'm up to see what this is. It takes him out of the title picture. But whatever. Let's find out. Ever since they started this build, it has been so good. It has been great. Jericho storming the ring was amazing. This... This uh, he was giving the uh, press conference and giving his statement, and uh, Omega runs out, and I think we're going to hear a little bit from it now. It's magical. In the ring in Fukuoka. Well, you're right. It is a dream match. Uh, Alpha versus Omega, Kenny versus Jericho. You can. Mm. He's hitting him hard in the head. Oh, he's whooping that ass. <laughs> he's whooping that ass. And Kenny's got his little headband on. Jericho's got his little headband on. I love the too much hair. I just oh, love. It. I I that love he's tra- it. like visually transforming himself from the Jericho we just saw mm-hmm. with Owens. I love the way they're building this story. It's so good and so smart. Mm-hmm. I believe that they want to kill each other. I, and I just heard the Butter podcast a few months ago being like big Canadian buddies. But now I believe they want to murder each mm-hmm. other. I'm so excited for this. But please go check it out on YouTube because you need to see it. If only because Chris Jericho calls one of the journalists fuckface at the end of it. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. <laughs> It's so good. It's going to be so good. I'm so excited for Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, I, I can't wait. I'm super pumped. Um, So for me, first of all, this one isn't um, wrestling related, but I did want to give a shout out to a uh, podcasting legend, a hip hop podcasting legend that passed away. Oh. Uh, I know. Combat Jack. Um, If you've never listened to any of his old stuff, please do. This dude was like an encyclopedic master of like old school golden age hip hop um, and he was amazing and he passed away so I wanted to give a shout out for him because he's one of my favorite podcasters um, now to wrestling I'm going to make a complete 180 and I am putting over um, Eva Marie you heard me was doing um, something for Complex's like YouTube channel and mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding, legit, was a fantastic ambassador for wrestling. She was talking to Mia Khalifa. As some of y'all know, Mia Khalifa is the um, former porn actress who um, is now, like, I think real big in the esports world and, um, like, a big commentator on stuff. She writes a lot of articles. And she um, she has said some disparaging things about wrestling lately. And at every turn, Eva Marie very calmly was just, like, shutting her down. And it was amazing. Here's a clip. Is that... These guys are hands down 100% stone cold athletes. To get in the ring and do the physicality that they do day in and day out and travel the way that they do is incredible. You you get somebody, another athlete to go do that, they would fold, no way. That's like a tiny bit of like an eight minute long clip, but it is genuinely really interesting. And um, Eva Marie is showing like a real genuine love and appreciation for wrestling. And she will not let anyone shit talk wrestling on this program. No, and and she came off very well. Like, I mean, she's Eva Marie and she's doing it off the cuff. And before you ask me, yes, her hair is still red. She's still doing that thing where she sprays it black. 
Um, and you can tell when the light hits it and in the back you can still see some of the red hair poking through. Um, but yeah, her hair is still red, but she sprays it with like a spray to That's make it black. It. This sounds like it's not great for your hair, maybe. Um, it, ideal, it, it's but... probably better than going from that red to jet yeah, black. There'd be a lot of bleaching going on mm. and... Yeah. No one wants so I think what she does is she just puts it into a ponytail, dyes, like puts the black spray on the ponytail or on the part where that's actually her hair and then clips in a black ponytail. Uh, And that's why sometimes you can still see the red coming out. So it's not mm. all of her hair like that's getting the treatment, just like the top of it. Mostly red everything. Yeah. She should probably just wear wigs, though. Anyway. Hair and makeup corner. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get. Put me in Calc on a wrestling podcast. That does it for tights and vibes. We are a podcast. Podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are Mike Eagle and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Is there anything that you guys want to put over for yourselves personally? Or? I mean, while we're talking about the hair and makeup corner, you could check out my beauty podcast. Hey. Yes. yes. Uh, it's called Full Coverage. We're on everywhere. So come check us out. Go do the thing, Eagle. Oh, um, I got a show tonight, but it'll already be the past by the time you hear this. Um, <laughs> you I guys are in the future. Next, I have a show on the 28th. Um, at Los Globos. It's a Project Blown anniversary and I'm doing some shows uh, in January in Hawaii with Hannibal Burris and I'll be uh, promoting those real soon. I think it's like the 11th and the 12th. Man, that sounds so fun. So yeah, that's the stuff that's happening for now. Um, I don't know, man. I have a bunch of stuff coming up, but like most of the things I would normally plug you for, like everything's taking a break next week. So just follow me on Twitter, Danielle Radford on Twitter. Um, I'm not going to be working a whole bunch, so I'm probably just going to be cramming some wrestling. So if you want to watch me talk some shit and then I'll put out my calendar closer in the new year, because a lot of the stuff I'm doing are like mics. And I'm like, I'm not going to drag you guys to like go see stuff where like there's only three of us that you really enjoy. That's not fair to you, and I love you. Um, so our producer is the second coming of the Christmas creature, Julian Burrell. <laughs> Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well. We're putting him over for that, as always. Keep up with us all week long at Facebook.com slash groups slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter. And if you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. Thank you so much to our donors who make the show possible. Hey, next week, speaking of um, people not being around, we, we there will still be a show. We've got a special bonus episode next week, but we will be back in the new year for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Bye. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.